Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Move over Thelma and Louise. Instead of giving the usual state of the state address from inside the state capitol building, Governor Gavin Newsom is taking a public policy road trip across California. Newsom started yesterday in Sacramento, highlighting the state's latest effort to combat homelessness. KQED's Vanessa Rancaño reports. The governor is calling on the National Guard to help deliver 1,200 tiny homes around the state and making another billion dollars available to cities and counties with an updated goal of reducing homelessness 15 percent by 2025. Graham Knaus, CEO of the California State Association of Counties, says it's good news. But we also have an approach to homelessness that gets in our way of making significant progress. We have a system where one-time funding is being invested with an expectation of ongoing progress. And that doesn't work in a household budget, and it certainly doesn't work in trying to solve homelessness. That needs to change. The new plan is part of a $15 billion multi-year effort to get people off the streets. More than 170,000 people are unhoused in California, and the crisis has only grown since Newsom took office, despite his pledge to bring numbers down. For the California Report, I'm Vanessa Rancaño. The California Reinvestment Coalition, which supports more investment in low-income communities, is calling on federal regulators to ensure whoever buys failed Silicon Valley Bank honors an $11 billion community benefit agreement SVB signed on to. KQD's Rachel Myro has more. Silicon Valley Bank committed to spend $11 billion on things like affordable housing and small business loans in the Bay Area and L.A. As part of a merger two years ago, Coalition CEO Paulina Gonzalez-Brito says, We're really concerned that whoever buys the bank buys it in its entirety, not in pieces, and that whoever purchases it has to implement this commitment. And it's not just SVB. The coalition is calling for a halt to all bank mergers until bank merger rules are updated to better protect consumers and communities. For the California Report, I'm Rachel Myro in Menlo Park. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just 
what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. In Pajaro on the Central Coast, thousands of people were evacuated after a nearby levee broke almost a week ago. Some of those residents are now starting to trickle back. KQED's labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero reports from Pajaro. The water in Pajaro has receded significantly, but cars still sit half submerged in parking lots. Debris litters the deserted streets. Sister Rosa Dolores Rodriguez returned to her nonprofit, Casa de la Cultura Center, to find the water left a mark on the brick walls, two feet up from the ground. So that must have been as high as the water got. And as she opens the front door, it's a lot of mud. She finds a shiny, thick layer of mud covering the floor inside. I'm okay. I'm okay. At least I have an idea. The whole community will need lots of help to recover, she says. Just outside of Pajaro, agricultural fields are lakes now, shimmering in the sun. Thousands of acres of strawberry fields have been lost to the flooding, leaving many farm workers in the region out of work indefinitely at the start of harvesting season. No work, no work. But still they have to uh, eat and pay the rent and, you know, the, the expenses. How are they going to do that? Those are the very questions keeping longtime farm worker Juana Juarez awake at night. The single mom and her three kids have been sleeping in a relative's crowded house nearby. She tried going to one of the county shelters, but it was full. More shelters have opened up since then, but she didn't know about them when I talked to her. Me siento muy triste estando fuera de mi casa sabiendo que um, no tengo nada. We have nothing, she says, as tears stream down her face. I feel like I've hit bottom. She was expecting to start work in March. Now she's staring down months of no income. On a tour of the area earlier this week, Governor Gavin Newsom acknowledged how vulnerable Pajaro is. Many of the displaced farm workers are undocumented so they're not eligible for unemployment benefits or FEMA assistance unless someone in their household is a U.S. citizen or legal immigrant. A lot of people here that are not immediately eligible for assistance. Folks out here uh, that we're very, very mindful of. There's not a state in America, not one state, no other state that does more for farm workers in the state of California, and we don't do enough. Newsom said the nonprofit United Way has secured $42 million from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to aid flooded farm workers. And they're starting to send out $600 checks for farm workers, regardless of their immigration status. Turns out these funds are COVID relief money the USDA awarded months ago to United Way. And the organization says only about 300000 will be distributed in Monterey County in $600 cash cards. But applications are not open yet. 
Juana Juarez says even if she can get her hands on one of those cards, it won't be near enough. She'll have to cover the cost of replacing all the things she lost in the flooding. Her car, furniture, electronics, clothes. She's not even sure, to be honest, because most people have not been allowed back yet into the town until authorities can check the safety of buildings and other infrastructure, like running water. So farm workers from the adjacent town of Watsonville are coming in to help. They raise donations in social media, and they're dropping bags of clothes. Jessica Ortiz fears she won't have work either, but she's paid for chicken and rice, pizza and cookies for people in need this week. We have to help each other, she says, to make it through this crisis. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. And that's the California Report for Friday, March 17th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Christopher Beal, Catherine Monahan, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Misaguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation. Accepting nominations now for the 2024 James Irvine Foundation Leadership Awards at irvineawards.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. Stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.